Hey there, everyone! We at Achieving Reality, the podcast, know you have a great love of beer, and I have just the beer for you. Ironmonger Brewing Company beers. They use the best ingredients they can find, and they take the care to brew their beers in the way the country the beer is from does. They respect the traditions of the past and blaze new trails for the future. If you love a great beer and want a traditional flavor and style, then grab an Ironmonger Brewing beer and drink in the greatness. Ironmonger Brewing Company. They're forged in tradition. Everyone, this is Klaus. Uh, apparently, this week the boys talk about uh, the fight. I, I don't know what fight it is. Uh, taco chips. Oh, that's one. Very tasty. And jams. Uh, the, the shoe. I don't. I don't know. So uh, sit back, relax, uh, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality is a podcast. See you in the end. Ooh. Hep it up a little bit. Give us some energy. Rah, rah, go say stuff that's funny and earn that money we're raking in. Where's that? I don't know. Somebody's got to have it. On the end of a rake? Ask the accountant. We don't have an accountant. I can spend we don't have no money. <laughs> Saul's using it all to keep us out of court. Could explain some things. <laughs> hey, make that noise that everybody on the podcast likes. No, no, the other one. Yeah. Close enough. Kind of wimpy. <laughs> well, I'll have to boost that. Kaboom! <laughs> <laughs> Just pull a, a free usage like car explosion and put it yeah. in. People's ears bleeding. Hurry, <laughs> throw this in there. Not so hard! <laughs> not, not so hard! <laughs> Dueling Bessers next on Achieving Reality. <laughs> the whole episode is Joe Besser. Oh, God, no. So, just. I'll, I'll do Carl Joe Dorito. You do Joe Besser. <laughs> Does that mean I got to go buy uh, Doritos for you? No. Oh, okay. It means you got to wear that Nancy outfit. I don't want to wear a Nancy outfit. Well, Joe Besser's a Nancy comic. You got to wear the Nancy outfit. The little boy blue thing? Yes. Yeah. I don't want to. As long as you see it, who cares? Oh, we'll do a video. Uh-huh. We'll take some pictures. Thanks. Let's Photoshop your face onto Joe Besser. <laughs> Just that about work. <laughs> Why is his face in color? This is in black and white. <laughs> I didn't feel like the color was in the rest of the picture, damn it. <laughs> it doesn't feel like black and white in Larry's face, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... One more thing for my Google search history. Joe Besser. Black and whiting Larry's face. <laughs> this guy's <is> really weird. <laughs> People in Google are just like, what in the hell is with IP address, blah, 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 blah. He looks at the weirdest shit. Oh, is it dangerous? We'll call the FBI. No, it's not dangerous. It's just weird. I don't know if it's dangerous or not. <laughs> but image searches for Joe Besser. <laughs> image searches for Joe Besser and black and white images of Larry's face. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, I don't think I'm doing a Google search for Larry's face. <laughs> you should. <laughs> you do that. Okay, I'll do a Google search for Larry's face while I'm talking about uh, something else. Hey, Larry, what's going on? <clears throat> oh, wait a minute. Hey, Larry. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, Chris. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Thanks, Fat Chris. <laughs> Um, hi, hi, hi. <laughs> all right. There you go. Um, <laughs> rerun. That's not rerun. Yeah, he did the, t- he did the, hey, 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 too. Dwayne did the, hey, hey. That was rerun. Dwayne. Mm, whatever. Hey, guy from a you know, he gave up show in the that? 70s. He gave up acting after that show. Did he? He just wasn't for him. There you go. Right. Like, I was expecting tragedy and drug abuse and dead prostitutes and stuff. And, yeah. You just stopped because it wasn't your thing? <laughs> Can we make up a story? Can we say you died in Nam or something? <laughs> Went back in time, died in Nam <laughs> after the series. I am uh, Googling Larry's face as we speak. Ew. <laughs> Don't go for your face. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's what I get. Larry Fine? Oh my god. <laughs> the hell is that? Apparently Larry's face. <laughs> There's got to be a story behind this. If you're near a computer, which listening to a podcast is probably highly likely, <coughs> do an image search on Google for Larry's face so you can see what we're seeing. <laughs> Larry's face if he sees Mr. Root Bean. Yeah, I see that, but there's got to be a, a story behind this. There's got to be know. a story behind the first one. Everything else is just generic. Well, everybody's ripping <laughs> on this first picture. No, it's face is what it is. No, because the that's true. Yeah, the first like four or five are the same guy. Mm-hmm. There's a Sally face. Why don't you go? Why don't you hit the um, all button and see what the first story is? Okay. Larry's face, Bruce Goldfarb, and this is his face. <laughs> This is my brother. Maybe this is a weird news instead. <laughs> yeah, this is my brother Larry. It's that picture, and this is his face. It has served him well for many years until now. Larry's face enjoys being in front of the camera like this, uh, and this, and this. <laughs> okay. His face is being indulged, immortalized, synthesized, and saved for posterity. Click on the images in the gallery below for larger versions, and then it's just people doing the Larry's face look. Ah. Oh. And that's it. So there you go. And there's like four galleries worth. Alrighty then. Oh, there's a t-shirt of that face. How do we not have more listeners? Larry'sFace.com. Oh, we don't have a .com. That's one reason. <clears throat> there's all we get for having one of Tina's .ar addresses. Hey, man, we got it for nothing. And yeah, we got what we paid for. Exactly. Other than Googling my face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Where'd that come from? I don't know. The, uh, <laughs> there was a fight yesterday. Yeah, two guys at the brewery got real drunk and slugged it out. Between awesome. Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. Conor yeah, McGregor... This is like three weeks <clears throat> in the past now. <laughs> yeah. Conor McGregor is a... Spoilers? Is the case you didn't watch the fight? <laughs> you don't need to know. It, it's all <laughs> over the internet. And if you haven't watched it, someone's going to spoil it for you in the next hour. Yeah, us. No, before us. In fact, it's probably already been spoiled. Spoilers. Uh, Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, they wanted to see who would win between 
an MMA fighter who was not allowed to use MMA and a pure boxer. Who wasn't allowed to use boxing. Who, yes, he was. He's only allowed to do MMA stuff. Yeah, that would have been funny. Um, so they get in there. It ends up being, I mean, Mayweather was going to win this fight no matter what. Didn't matter what happened unless McGregor knocked him out, which wasn't going to happen. So uh, they get in there. And in the first couple of rounds, McGregor is getting in there and he's landing a bunch of punches and this, that, and the other. And that gives you more points, which allows you to win the round if there's no knockdown. Right. So the first couple of rounds, a bunch of punches thrown. Then I just looked at what the numbers were. And from round four until round 10, where uh, Mayweather got him down in a TKO, technical knockout, mm -hmm. he won every round. 10 to 10 to 8, 10 to 9, you know, basically the whole way down, the rest of the way. Everybody was gonna was pulling for Mayweather. It was all leaned toward Mayweather's corner in the whole point because McGregor wasn't allowed to use any kicks, elbows, knees, any MMA stuff. So it didn't really teach anybody anything except that Conor McGregor is enough of a badass that he could hold 10 rounds with the only completely undefeated boxing champion ever. He went 10 rounds, like I said, TKO. And if you read anybody's anything about it, except for ESPN, everybody complains that the ref was a complete idiot. Because there's a lot of stuff he should have called, he didn't call. But they're also saying it- Called as in what? Um, dirty hits, oh. late hits, early hits. Um, <laughs> Um, just there's a bunch of shit that went on there was a time that it should have been hold on you two and now fight he didn't stop you know like certain holds and you know like hugs and stuff but everybody's like oh no McGregor's gonna whip his ass McGregor's gonna whip his ass there's this huge build up there's a hundred dollars a head if you weren't a bar just to watch it if you were going into a bar, it was anywhere from $25 to $50 to go watch it. I only know that because I listened to two people call about 10 bars while I was at the brewery, all getting different numbers. So, huge buildup. Really shows you what the media can do and how they, they really uh, control everybody's thought processes nowadays. And it was a disappointing fight uh, from all the the boxing fans and the boxing community that I've listened to says it was a poor fight, but they do give a lot of props to McGregor for lasting 10 rounds against who is supposed to be arguably the best pure fighter in the world. And I'm like, that's not a pure fight if all you're doing is boxing. Pure fight with tail kicking and biting and scratching. And yeah, pure fight. Possibly a piece of cement that you found on the floor. Um, they don't use that in MMA either, but at least you get to do the kicking and the... And only the, pure fighting you can watch is like that hobo boxing. Yeah, exactly. You know, where Kimbo Slice came from, uh, who's dead now, in a heart attack. But uh, <clears throat> uh, I called, and so did a lot of people, that Mayweather was going to win, but I called it because everything that you read about the fight was in Mayweather, and his fight pun, was in Mayweather's corner. And even he came on and said, yeah, this is completely leaning towards me winning this fight. And uh, one of my employees, Brad, was determined 
to argue every day that he worked that McGregor was going to win. He even wore his Team McGregor shirt last night. Because uh, he, he called me, too. He's like, can I wear my team? I was like, I don't care. Yeah, sure. As long as you're not coming in, like, you know, no pants on or something, go right in. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I was like, I mean, you I know. I didn't want my pants to take away the attention from my shirt. <laughs> I mean, if you're coming in with no pants on, then your girlfriend's got to come in with no top on. Just saying. Just saying. I mean, from what I was, what I saw, because I couldn't visually watch it because I'm not paying that kind of money. But from the descriptions of, of each of the, uh, I know it's boring. From the descriptions of the, each of the round, it was fairly interesting. And McGregor was really doing good in the beginning. Then Mayweather understood his fighting pattern and then just whipped his ass. So there you go. Uh, I don't care if it's spoilers. Well, because honestly. Now they had gone in there and said, okay, we're going to do every other round MMA rules. McGregor would have killed him in the second round. They start with boxing. It, I mean, he literally would have been out. I mean, really is a, a, we're going to pit an MMA fighter against a boxer, but we're only going to allow boxing. Exactly. That's, that, no. The no, least no, they no, should no. do is allow grappling. If you got you got something to prove. Yeah. It's no holds barred. It's, exactly. You go in there. You can box or you can MMA. You can do either one. Yeah. But you can't do anything that wouldn't be allowed in MMA. Exactly. So no eye gouging, no... No folding chairs. This isn't, no, yeah, this this isn't, isn't WWE. Yeah, this isn't, you know, fake wrestling. This is... Now, granted, they do get hurt in wrestling, I know, but it's scripted. This, yeah, this Spoilers. Is, yeah. If you don't know that, you're six, and you shouldn't be listening to this. It's got a explicit tag. Yeah. Or your parents. Fucking bitch. Little shithead. I'm not disappointed by the outcome, because I knew the outcome, all because of what everybody was saying including the person who was in the fight now granted McGregor's walking away a very 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 wealthy man I mean this is millions upon millions of dollars going into his pocket uh, one of the funnier things was though uh, the arena that they were doing it in could seat 30,000 I think they said and they sold 14,000 tickets so they couldn't even fill the arena that they were in? Probably because they were really expensive tickets. And once you get past a certain distance from the ring, it's kind of, might as well watch it on TV. Yeah, that's like true. Like a pay-per-view for... $150. Like a half or a third of the cost of the ticket. Yeah. And you can actually see what's going on and hear the commentators and everything else. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and I agree. I'm just, just thinking it was funny because that was one of the things they brought up. I mean, you don't get to say, oh, I was there that night that this happened. Yeah, you can say it later. No one can disprove you. Yeah. See that empty seat there? That was mine. That was in the bathroom. I paid five thousand dollars for that seat. I was just gonna crap in it, but they said I couldn't. Uh, then I would have just moved over one. Uh, I mean, no, I couldn't have it. Was sold out. They were all in the bathroom. Real long line. I had to pee. Real bad. Yeah. So there you go. Mayweather won by technical knockout, by decision. He would have won by decision, anyways. Because that's just how it was set up. I mean, that's just that's how this fight was going to go. Because they were boxing, and he's a boxer. Now they need to go into the MMA octagon and have Mayweather come in there against McGregor and be like, "Okay, now we're going to do it this way." Yeah. So we did it your way. Now it's my turn. McGregor too. Yep. And I want to see that first knee that McGregor throws to Mayweather's face and puts him out because that'll be it. 
That would literally be the first thing. They'll come in. Mayweather will be like, I already know how you fight. He'll throw a couple of things and May- he'll grab him and go, blam, done. <laughs> Show's over. You know, Mary might know how to fight. Not like MMA style. He may. I he doubt may. it. He's he he talks too much of uh, boxing, 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 boxing. Me, me, me. He's practicing. Yeah, he's not practicing for anything except and for another tomato can. That's a boxing term. It means a really weak opponent. Oh. All right, there you go. There's head to say. Cue boxing music. Copyright reasons. <clears throat> Not really. <laughs> yes, really. No, it was only like three seconds. We can we can use that. Three poorly done seconds though. So. Exactly. You might sue over that. <laughs> oh, we don't mind amusing it, just don't well, mangle it. <laughs> hey, hey Chris. Hey. Oh, what what'd you bring us today? Oh, I got some carrying on our long tradition stuff. Ooh! Oh yeah, I gotta look for these crispy taco. What are the other flavors? Uh, the other flavors are uh, everything bagel and fried green tomato. Ooh! Which I do not. But you have the crispy taco. Yes. Good enough for me. Well, I found it at the dollar store. They don't have it in Publix, but they have it at the dollar store. That doesn't make any sense. Well, because <laughs> it's not one of the flavors we tried last year, and they're reasonably fresh. <laughs> So like, oh, we had some left over from last year. We'll just throw those out on the shelf. All right. Yeah. Sorry, our good friend Stacy shared you and I a picture of all the lanyards of all the things that she's gone to, the movie things that she's done. Oh. All right. So, crispy taco. Ooh, everything bagels kettle cooked. Mm-hmm. I better have these at my Kroger's or I'm going to bring my hammer. Uh, God, Dom. Well, I don't need to take my glasses off to read this one. It's so big. Nutrition facts. (laughs) About 15 chips per serving. Eight servings per container. 150 calories. You're making a little light going. I I know. That's okay. I can bring it back down now. Uh, (laughs) Total fat. I got to read the font size. (laughs) Total fat, 10 grams. Sat fat 1.5, trans fat zero, cholesterol zero, sodium only 160 milligrams. That's actually kind of surprising for chips. Total carbs 15, no dietary fiber, no uh, one gram sugar, two protein, no vitamin D, no calcium. No calcium. Half a milligram of iron, 340 milligrams of potassium. All right, so here's the ingredients. Potatoes. Vegetable oil, corn, canola, and or sunflower. And or. Crispy taco seasoning. Salt, spice, maltodextrin made from corn. Onion powder, tomato powder, natural flavor. Garlic powder, sugar, yeast extract, cheddar cheese, milk, cheese, culture, salt, enzymes. Okay. <laughs> Sour cream. Cream, skim milk, cultures. Buttermilk. Buttermilk. Sunflower oil, yeast, canola oil. Acacia gum? What is it? Acacia gum. 
Okay. Whey, protein, concentrate. And paprika contains milk ingredients. Uh, so, <clears throat> more milk ingredients. <clears throat> yeah. So, just so you all know, Lay's every year, sometimes twice a year, does a vote for your, if you haven't already noticed, vote Ooh, for your favorite. favorite flavor. This one, and it's usually four, this one's a little on the low end. Uh, this one's only three. It's the crappy taco, I mean, crispy taco that we've got right here. The uh, everything bagel, which is kettle cooked, which means it's more crimp, crimpy. <laughs> it's more crunchy. <laughs> and, and, and they're wavy, which is the fried green tomato. Ellen Serum from San Antonio, Texas says, My fiance loves crunchy beef tacos more than anything. I actually made it for one of our first dates, and after three years, I can now finally say that I've mastered cooking his favorite dish. <laughs> How do you fuck up a taco? Well, you know. What? Go ahead. Made it for their first date. He's like, <clears throat> he's like trying to get in good with her, and he's like, oh yeah, this is my favorite. I've been stuck with it for 10 years. You know, it's the fucking worst tacos I've ever had in my life. I, I can't say anything. Okay, well, I'm going to give you this one. Because <laughs> it's huge. Okay. And I'm going to take the one that was next to it. And let's go. Uh-huh. Eh, looks like it has taco seasoning on it. Uh, yeah. It's good. I'd eat them. Oh, yeah. I plan on eating them. And now I'm in the process of eating them. But yeah, it just it. It's like a taco seasoning on it. Yeah, I would almost say. Remember when they put them back out? The uh, taco foot, not taco. Yeah, the nacho flavored Doritos in the old no, taco flavored. Yeah, taco flavored. Because nacho flavors are regular. What they are now, yeah. <clears throat> um, Which is funny because um, remember I said I was watching um, the Cinema Sins on um, YouTube. One of the, the conjurings. Yeah. There's a scene in there where they're sitting at a table. And there's a bag of taco flavored Doritos on the table. Mm-hmm. Oh, is there? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're good. Yeah. And they're not overwhelming. Yeah, they're not. It's something I'm used to yeah. for chips. So I thought maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe it'd be more green or more tomato-y or something. It might have some kind of extra flavoring on there to simulate yeah. cheese and yeah. lettuce. And... Well, I can kind of get like a little bit of a lettuce note. And a little bit of a tomato note, but... I'm just getting taco seasoning. Yeah, it's mostly just taco seasoning. Not that I wouldn't buy them again. Especially from the dollar store. Oh, yeah. This is definitely a pour it out in a bowl, sit down and watch a movie kind of thing, but... Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah, you know, like 17 episodes into Twin Peaks. Still haven't found a snack food that actually goes with watching Twin Peaks. Not much really goes with watching Twin Peaks. I mean, I could go down to Krispy Kreme and go... Dozen donuts and sit there and a big eat, thing of coffee. Sit there and watch Twin Peaks and scarf Krispy Kremes. Yeah, then you'd be like nine hundred pounds. I can't get out my shirt. And on the edge of going into a diabetic coma. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, they probably passed out on the floor. Like, what happened? Oh no! It was like lights and swirly things and people saying stuff I didn't understand, and then I don't remember nothing else. So a normal day for you. No, I mean, why are you passed on the floor? I'm not sure. Well, there were lights and swirly things. Didn't I just say this? 
it was a short guy and a tall guy and a light. And a lot of coffee involved. There's a guy who was talking really loud, and then there was another guy who wasn't talking really loud, and and I don't know what he said. And there was this hum, and um, then Agent Cooper stuck a fork in a socket. <laughs> It is funny. <laughs> I'm not lying either. Is the problem? I would say spoilers, but <laughs> spoilers. I don't doubt there's anybody at home listening to the podcast going like, "I hadn't watched that episode yet." What's what's the hum? <laughs> Watch the David Lynch project, and there's been no hum. You haven't watched the David Lynch project. Yeah, exactly. What is his thing with hums? He's really into sound design. Yeah. He's done all the sound design for this entire series. There you go. It's like the words don't have to make sense, but I gotta do the sound design. Which mm. that's one of the things that is driving me a bit nuts about the series. There's this weird hum slash tone that they keep hearing at the Great Northern and they cut away and never come back to it. No, I never said anything. It's like, where's that coming from? Where's it coming? And I got think it's stronger over here. Huh. And then it cuts to another scene and like, what about the hum? And then, like two episodes later, they do the same thing again. Well, what is it? Giant. And then, like mean. last episode, James hears the hum somewhere else and kind of investigates it, finds nothing. And they cut away, and it's like, what is it? <laughs> Can't you at least linger on the scene long enough for us to see what it is? Even if the character doesn't know, you're not going to answer this question, are you? Nope. Nope. Here's a hum. Oh. Ah. Okay then. Thanks. <laughs> what were we talking about? Um, Taco chips. These chips. I like them. They're very good. Them again. I'm gonna hunt down the other two I'm flavors. Not, I mean, I'm not overly impressed with the creativity angle on it. If this one wins, Although, it's because everybody's used to it. They're like, oh. Well, no, no, no. I haven't. Honestly, I've not seen taco flavored chips. Chips. And we've seen taco flavored tortilla chips before, but they don't really make a whole lot of those either. Doritos don't even make them, and that's how they started. So there's room in the market for taco flavored chips. Yeah, but everybody's done it. No, a lot of these flavors, you know, are just curiosity flavors. Well, yeah, like Szechuan chicken and things like that. Yeah, but this has been done. It's not like it's, that's going to become a regular on the market. No. Not like Lays is going to say, move aside barbecue chips. We're using everything bagel chips now. I, I'm actually kind of excited for those. They do right. It'll be covered in everything. And it'll be kind of a bake, uh, a, not a bacon, a, a garlicky onion kind of thing going. But this actually could, I mean, this could stay on the market a little while. Yes. Because there would be enough people say, oh, I like tacos. I like taco chips. Right, because everybody's done them at some it's, point in time. It's because they won't, I mean, they won't have to really imagine what it's going to be like. It's like, oh, taco seasoning on potato chips. So it's all like that. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess it's a thumbs up then. It is a thumbs up. I, I enjoy it. They're tasty. I will probably, I don't know if I will buy them again. Uh, Not because I don't want to, but it's because I've literally had them from a hundred different other companies. But they are very tasty and they are a sit down and watch a movie kind of snack or watch a ball game or whatever. So I know you don't know what sports are, so I'm just... Sports? (laughs) See? I do want to try the other two flavors. That's my whole thing, so damn it. I'm not as excited about the other two flavors. Well, I am. I like everything bagels. I like everything bagels. And I like sun-dried tomatoes. Uh, sun, I hate sun-dried tomatoes. I like uh, 
I like uh, fried green tomatoes. So. I'm not a big fan of fried green tomatoes either. You are a terrible southerner. And? Just that. <laughs> okay. Hard stop. What, what does everything bagels have to do with being a southerner? No, the fried green tomatoes, not the oh. everything bagels. That's a acquired I, taste. I don't think people are really into fried green tomatoes. I think they just do it because they think it's what you're supposed to do. I like fried green tomatoes. Linda says she likes them too, but I don't I really like them. The ones at uh, Mary Max are phenomenal. Mary Max is a southern soul foodie kind of restaurant here in the ATL. Been around for 500 years. It was here before the country was. They built the city around Merrimack. That's why they came here in the first place. Mm-hmm. Why Oglethorpe got the uh, permit to start the colony. That's right. He knew Merrimack was there. He was like, I smell fried chicken and pot liquor. Pot liquor? Yeah. It's the, it's the liquid from um, making greens. Oh, I thought you were making some kind of booze out of pot. You pot liquor, man. <laughs> so, okay. Vodka infused with stems and seeds. Actually, that's already exists. Yeah, Neil has some. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a company that makes it. It's not with stems and seeds, but it's infused with weed. That's illegal, man. Not in the state that it's in. It's illegal, man. <laughs> All right, so uh, Q crunchy, crispy taco, weed-infused vodka mix. Music. Hello, Barry. Hey, Chris. What the fuck are we doing? Another uh, kind of product review, sort of, kind of. I have homemade jams here. Oh, so this isn't something people want to be able to buy, so... No, it's not a real product review, but it is a product review. But I think it'd be nice to put these on there, and maybe he'll actually listen to this episode. And the regular listeners are just SOL. No, they could... Maybe he, we get a thing, and he gets an order out of it, because he makes these regularly. Uh, is that like an online thing? Uh, he's working on it, yes. Does he have a company name? Yes, uh, Ligna Opus Woodworking. Woodworking. He made my hammer. And some jams. And some bolt peanuts. <laughs> and he's a fucking amazing cook as well. So, I have some homemade jams, or jellies, and a jam. Jam and a jelly. Pond being a few. What? Huh? Huh? So the first one is a Cabernet Sauvignon, what, Cabernet Sauvignon jelly. I had it this morning. It is actually phenomenal. 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 So I'm going to throw a little on some bread here. Throw? On the carpet. Oh. Let's go throw some here. Catch. Yeah. Open your mouth, Chris. Do you like your crust on or off? <laughs> Leave them on. Oh, okay. Go save time during the bed. Oh, okay. That's my my junk bread. Your junk bread? Yeah. I don't want to know about your junk bread. You <laughs> know <laughs> the junk bread's all dirty. That's okay. It's going to get more dirty in a minute. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I can't. You can't wipe the knife off because you 
Speed up the jump, right? <laughs> so, Cabernet Sauvignon Jelly. First one. All right. There you go, my friend. Here's this droopy piece of bread. It's <laughs> a droopy piece of bread for you. Oh, you can fold it in hand. Interesting. Yeah, right? What? It's like the sour grapes. Yes, they are. Yeah. Well, yes. But those are regular grapes. And these are Cabernet Sauvignon grapes. Mm-hmm. That tastes like... Cabernet Sauvignon. It tastes like wine. Yeah. It's very good. He brought these in... Kind of weird. What? The jelly? Because the, the flavor of one thing, but you're eating something different. Yeah. He brought these in during molecular gastronomy things. Yeah, he he brought this these in originally during the um, Great Depression. No, um, the during the Nixon administration. No, during the um, Pancake Night. Oh, so last week, last Saturday, which uh, we didn't talk about on the podcast. No. New message, standing by. I'm getting some interference here. <laughs> Sorry, it's just the military. They're okay. That's what you think. So he brought them in, and he actually sold a few while he was there. So he's like, ooh, I'm going to make more of these. And uh, so if he does, we'll hopefully I'll, I'll, uh, one of us will post something on the Achieving Reality Facebook page. And um, you can know. And if you want it, you get a hold of us, and I'll get something for you. Oh, that hurt. And, uh, <laughs> well, I don't want it now. You just hurt yourself on it. So, all right. Um, so this next one is ginger peach jam. Ooh, it's chunky. Got the tagline. Ooh, it's chunky. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> it's chunky. Why are we selling any? I don't know. <laughs> Have him be more excited when he says it. Ooh, it's chunky. <laughs> Ooh, it's chunky. <laughs> Do it in your tech voice. <laughs> Ooh, it's chunky. We'll get Mark Cho to do it. Mark Cho says it's chunky. Mm. <laughs> what? Not as spreadable as the other one. No, it's chunky. <laughs> I'll, uh, let me get some more for my chunk bread. What? <laughs> your chunk bread. I thought it was for wiping your knife off. On. <laughs> well, it is as soon as I get all the stuff off of it. <laughs> <laughs> Cut the uh, cut the regular bread here with the butter knife. <laughs> it's quite a production you have going. It is. It here. is. It is. We're supposed to be a five minute bit. There you go. <laughs> and uh, all right, let's go. Cool. Mm. Well, I'm not a big fan of ginger, but it's not that bad though. There's a lot of peach in it too. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. I think I like the other one better, though. I like the other one better, but... But it is good. I'm going to see what this tastes like with peanut butter later. Tell me we'll know what it tastes like without the ginger. I'd be probably really into it if it didn't have the ginger in it. What? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I'm spreading it out of his junk tongue. <laughs> now I'm going to eat my piece of junk bread. With both on it. Not sure about that one. Ginger peach overpowers it. Still very good though. Chase it down with some sour grape nutty soda. And then you get just a little bit of the um, Cabernet Sauvignon in the back off the junk bread. <laughs> 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 
Recipes by Larry. <laughs> so I just wanted to include a new bit we're doing on the podcast. Recipes by Larry. By these two ingredients that are hard to find and <laughs> mix them together and complain that one's overpowering the other. <laughs> Cooking mitt Larry. So my uh, my buddy David Strom. You have a lot of Davids in your life. Ligna Opus Woodworking on Facebook. I believe that's what it is. Go on there. Tell him you want his Cabernet Sauvignon Jelly. Or Ginger Peach. Or the Ginger Peach. He's got five other flavors. But these are the two that he likes the most himself. So, so there you go. I will probably beg him for some more again when these are gone, which will be a while. And uh, there we go. All right, uh, cue ginger jelly peach Melba toast music. So there it is. We listened to a bunch of stuff from them, and uh, now we're at the end. So this is where I bid you goodbye, and, and then I go and raid uh, uh, Neil's uh, freezer, because, you know, why not? He has uh, the best foods there. Uh, so uh, this is Klaus saying, Auf uh, sein und for Larry und Chris und uh, Harvey. Um, yeah, there you go. Bye. Not so hard.